Philippians 4, we're going to read verses 4 through 8. As you turn to this, I want to explain something. I've already told some of you all here who usually on Wednesday nights have told. If you see me breathing on this here thing, I don't want you to think I'm puffing smoke of anything sort. I do enough puffing smoke on my own weirdness. But I'm having issues breathing. So uh, I'll be having some surgery coming up before long, which they're going to take care of some hiatal hernia that I have. And for some people, especially heavy set folks, have a hard time with that. I have to have surgery to take care of my weight at some point. I'm losing weight to do that. Also, I'm having a hard time with breathing. I'll be taking care of both of those. In order to have surgery on my knees, I have to take care of the surgery on my weight with also surgery on my hiatal hernia and the tree and the tree tree all around and around the tree gun tree all around. So I have to do all these things in order to get everything in order. Anyway, I want you to understand what I'm doing. So if you see me doing that, you don't think that I'm doing something strange at church. That's what's going on, okay? I want you to understand this. All right. All that being said, all that being said, we're going to turn to Philippians chapter 4. And we're going to read verses 4 through 8. So if you can please stand on bringing the word, I'd appreciate it. And try not to sing this song as you hear it. Because there is a song written from these verses. When you first hear it, you go, oh, I know that song. It goes like this in Philippians 4, verse 4, 3. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let everyone come to know your gentleness. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. With gratitude, make your requests known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will protect your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, Whatever things are true, whatever things are honest, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is any praise, think on these things. God bless and honor the reading of his holy word. And you may be seated. Happiness. Is grand. I like happiness. I really do. I like happiness. Happiness is, you know, the Savior. Happiness. I like happiness. Happiness is when you feel good. It's an emotion. I like happiness. But we're not going to talk about happiness. Not really. We'll talk a little bit about it. We're not. That's not what we're going to talk about today. Not really. Happiness is a feel-good emotion. But we're going to talk about something else today. We're going to talk a little bit about joy. Now, joy, people think of as just an emotion. They think of an emotion. And in a way, it is the emotion of great happiness and beyond happiness. Because joy, at least the kind of joy we're going to talk about today, is beyond just the emotion. It's beyond just the emotion of feeling happy. It's beyond the emotion of just feeling happy. Yes, there's an emotion of joy, but there's more than just the emotion of joy. Joy. I like joy. That's why I had my mother today. I asked her, I asked her if she could find. I told her what the the, the title was going to be, and I said, "Oh, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Oh, and we 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 talked about joy. So she chose joy to the world. She chose the other joy songs, and I like joy. Oh, I love joy. I've got the joy. In fact, there was a song for my my man Carmen, who is now with the Lord God, and he not only has he did he have joy on this earth, he's got joy for for truth now." And he had a song, and in that song he said, I've got the joy. And he did have that joy, and he has the joy now. And so a lot of times when I when I, I titled the song or the sermon today, I've got the joy, I can't help but hear him singing, I've got the joy. 
And he had that all the time. He had the joy. And he would say, I've got the joy in me. And he had that joy in him. That joy is Jesus. And you know, I've got that joy. Oh, I used to sing with the kids all the time. I've got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. That's right. And I know you've got that joy down in your heart. It's hard not to say, I'm so happy, so very. I love because i got that joy in my heart. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. I see this happiness all around you. You guys got smiles in your heart because your pastor's going crazy. They got a joy. I got joy. I love joy. Oh, yeah. Yoge. That's joy backwards. Yoge. Sometimes I got joy. I got yoge. I got it all, man. I love being happy. Sometimes you got to fight to be happy. You know what I mean. There's times you look at things all around you. You turn on the news. And the moment you hear, come on, man. You're like, uh, well, never mind. But anyway, the joy goes away. Why? Because you're focusing on the wrong things. You're focusing on the wrong things. But you can have joy. You can have joy. Joy is more than an emotion. Joy is more than an emotion. It's more than just feeling good. It's more than just feeling happy. Joy is so much more than that. I remember a few years ago, there was a commercial about joy. I can't remember which candy it was. But he's talking about joy. It might have been M&M's. It might have been Almond Joy. It might have been something else. But I remember thinking, no, there's so much more than that. Because, yeah, you feel good when you eat chocolate. And everybody says, yeah. But here's the thing. That joy goes away when you get on the scale. Oh, that chocolate was so good. Ugh. But here's the thing. Joy is so much more than the feeling. Because there's certain joys that go on and on and on and never stop. Joy is more than what you have in the bank. Joy goes on and never stops if it's the true joy. There is such a thing as true joy. Oh, I've got that joy. I've got that joy. Folks, here in a moment, I just may fly. You know, I used to talk about, one of my first sermons was about that happy thought. That happy thought. You know, I'm a, a fan of Peter Pan. I know someone else who is too. The fact is, is that joy, that joy, that little happy thought that I have happens to do more than just an emotion. It's more than that. It goes way down deep and it, boom, it bursts open. It keeps on going and it should be for you too. Not because you need to be like me, but because the joy I'm talking about is he who should be living in ye and it should be going everywhere to everyone else who knows ye. That's how it ought to be. Because when you are following God, when you are following God, that joy should be seen in you. We find joy, not just the emotion, but true joy, which is so much more than that. It's more than just feeling happy for a while because that's going to it's going to fade. That emotion's going to fade. By the way, when you're a Christian, you're going to have emotional joy. It's going to happen. That emotion will fade away. Nothing wrong with that. Oh, there are some Christians who put on a put on a happy face and and they they paint it on for a while, almost hokily. I know some people who, in a hokey manner, put on a happy face and pretend to be happy all the time. And I mean pretend, like they're like, I'm happy, nothing ever goes wrong. It, that that's that's hokey, phony. As a Christian, we shouldn't do that. You're not the Joker. <laughs> You're not that. You're to be real. Find the real joy of God. The real joy of the Lord, okay? Not the fake. Because there are fakey Christians. I'm not saying they're not really saved. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they put on that hokey. And by the way, if it's painted thin, talking about that fakey makeup as the Joker and all that, people can see through that. You don't want that. You want the real deal. You want it really, really there. 
Listen what it says in Romans 14, 17. For the kingdom of God does not mean eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Oh, you know, that's so true. At Christmas time, a lot of times people find their happiness. They find their happiness in cookies and in ice cream and in drink. Oh, man. You see, people are always happy in bars and things, or at least not all of them, but a lot of people find their happiness in feast. They find their happiness in the food. By the way, there's nothing wrong with enjoying that. You know, I nearly, I nearly, you probably get mad at me when I say this, I nearly wanted to buy y'all cookies and thanks days to make you happy. And I thought, no, no, I'm not doing that because then it's kind of the opposite of what I'm saying here today. The fact is, there's nothing wrong with finding happiness. I happen to love at Christmas time and hate it at the same time. I love the fact that we find joy in the Christmassy treats. I love that. I like to give out sacks of goodies to the kids. There's nothing wrong with that. The old kids, you know, they're wonderful. But here's the problem. The problem is if our only joy, if our only joy is in chocolates, if our only joy is in the cookies, if our only joy is in eggnog, oh, no. Anyway, if our only joy is in all those things, just the things, the dressing, which I'll be preaching about coming up soon, the dressing around the true joy, then we're finding the joy in the wrong things. Amen? Amen. Our joy shouldn't be in the things around the true joy. No, 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 no. Our joy is to be in the real reason of Christmas. Oh, I know what you're thinking. The reason for this season, we say this a lot because it's true. But we in life do this too. The real joy shouldn't be found in the things that make us say yum. Well, the things that make us say yum in our tongue should be not just those things of taste buds, but our taste buds should be on what is spiritual, what's wonderful, that makes us grow inside, not on the outside, but on the inside of the heart. Is how it ought to be. And I have made mistakes my whole life when I'm depressed, when I'm sad. Instead of finding what ought to make me grow here in the heart, what makes me grow here? Can't you tell? I think you I think you can. Folks, see, when I lost a lot of weight at one time, I was trying to see what made me feel good emotionally. And then there was not wrong feeling good emotionally. But at the same time, it was a big problem when that was the only thing that made me feel good. It should have been here first, here in the heart first, in the spirit first. There's a problem with that. Our joy should be found in God. God. Finding joy in God. Proverbs 10.28, the prospect of the righteousness is joy, but the hopes of the wicked come to nothing. You see, people of the wicked, talking about the world, they find joy in drinking, they find joy in, I'll just say, in stinking. They find joy in everything outside of God. Oh, man, look, God is the one who made joy in all sorts of things, even in sexual things, even in the things of that the world finds. But the problem is, this is how the devil works. He takes even the things that God made and he perverts it. He perverts it. Oh, but if God made sex, then what's wrong with that? He made it for a husband and a wife. He didn't make it for the perversion. God made the word of God. But what does Satan do? He perverts that too. That's what he does. God made joy. He made emotions and joy. But Satan perverts that too. 
He may taste buds. God did. Satan takes and perverts that too. That's what he does. So how do we find true joy that will never go any other way? We put our joy in God first. That's what we do. And if we follow God first, all the other stuff will come next. And that's how it ought to be. Oh, I have to correct myself a lot. I'll start following the other joys, the other joys, whatever it might be. And I go, whoa, the Holy Spirit grabs a hold of me and says, get back on track. I said, okay, I'll do that. And it's hard sometimes. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. Because sometimes a little boy in me wants to follow the little things to make me happy. Oh, the little things. Like a little wind-up toy. <laughs> and God says, get back on track. He says, okay. 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 Hebrews 12.2. Hebrews 12.2. Let us look to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Let's keep our eyes on him and our joy. Our joy will be clear. Our joy will be clear. Oh, I know what Satan wants to do. Like when those little babies, beautiful babies. Oh, I love them. They're getting their pictures taken at Christmas time or wherever. And sometimes they have to have their attention put on the photographer. You know that. They have to have their attention put on the photographer. Oh, look this way. Squeak, squeak, squeak. A little, a little duck or whatever. They got to get their attention on them. You know that. And the baby looks up, huh? and they do that. That's what the devil does to us. You know. Oh no, 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 no! Don't look at God. Don't look at God's plan. Look up here, quack, quack, or whatever else. And when he does that, he might do it with anything else. Oh, but look, it's the word of God. Of course, I'm picking out a place. I'm doing everything else, but don't worry about that, quack, quack. And he'll do anything he can because the devil's a quack. That's what he does. He does everything he can to get your mind off of God and get it on everything, everything else, but not true joy. But you need to find the joy because you need to have that joy, 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 joy down in your heart, down in your heart today and to stay. And if the devil doesn't like it, well, he can set on attack. Oh, he can set on attack. He can set on attack and stay. That's how I feel about it anyway. And when you're going through good times, oh, there's joy. Oh, there's joy in good times. It's not hard to have joy during good times, is there? No, when you're going through good times, the joy is there. When there's blessings coming in your life, when there's blessings coming in your life, all oh, that joy is there. Have you ever noticed that? Whenever suddenly, oh, I didn't know I had this much money in the bank. By the way, who does that? But either way, when suddenly there's more taxes coming in than you thought, or whatever, there's joy. Whenever a new baby comes in your life, what joy. Whenever you have someone who is in love with you, there's joy. Whenever people are telling you great things, there's joy. What joy there is, because everything looks bright and sunny. Everything looks great. It's like one of those cheesy Brady Bunch moments where all the people are singing and everybody. I always like those things, you know, I really do. And it says in Romans 14, 17, for the kingdom of God does not mean eating and drinking like we said a while ago, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. 
Because our joy, as I know I said a moment ago, but our joy is not found in those things of the world, but the things of God. We're to be putting our mind where it ought to be, the Lord, in the Word, not the things of the world. Remember, in it, not of it. In, not of. Remember that. Isaiah 9.3, remember now, Isaiah was hearing from God, going through a lot of hard times, but he was talking about the promise of the Son who was coming. That's what he says. You will multiply the nation. You will increase their joy. They will rejoice in your presence as with joy of harvest, as people rejoice when they divide the spoils. Oh, boy. They're going to find joy in Jesus. They're going to find joy. And we have that joy. Oh, we have the joy of Jesus. It says in Proverbs 15, 23, as a man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and the word spoken in due season, how good it is. How good it is. Man, I'm going to tell you something. It's good when you find joy. When you find joy in the Lord, it's good. And it's good when good times come. When good times come, boy, it feels good. But it feels good when you make sure that you back it up with the things you're saying. It feels good. And it says in Psalm 47, 1, and there's a song of this too. Clap your hands, all you people. Shout to, the, uh, shout to God with a joy. Full voice, with joyful voice, or joyful triumph, as the song says. With a joyful voice, shout unto God. The joy is here. By the way, be thankful for what God's given you. There's nothing more annoying to me than when people receive gifts from people and they don't say thank you. I hate that. I hate that. Well, I already got it. Shut up and say thank you. Don't complain. And kids, I know there's not a lot of kids here, but the thing is, is kids at home even. Or kids who are adults. When someone gives you something and you don't like it, or it's not something that you're a cup of tea, or if they give you a cup of tea and you don't like tea, just say thank you and be quiet. Say thank you because of what they gave from their heart. And and by the by, I mean, I've been literally been given tea. I'm not a big tea fan. But I was given tea when I was in Israel by a guy. It was hot tea at that. But I drank it. Burnt my tongue every bit of the way. But I drank it because it was wonderful. Not the tea. But wonderful that it came from a good man, a man with a good heart. He's not even a Christian. But he was a good guy who gave from the bottom of his heart. And folks, when God gives to you, you better be grateful. You better be thankful because God loves you. He knows what's good for you. Be thankful for what you receive. Be thankful that someone gives from their heart. When the Lord gives to you, you better be grateful and thankful and have joy that God gives to you. Have joy. Oh, but I wanted something different, God. No. God's giving you what you need, not what you want. What you want wasn't what was good for you. God knows what you need. Take it. Be thankful for it. Find joy in it. Don't be a spoiled brat. Remember, you're his child. Don't be a spoiled brat and sit in the corner and suck your thumb. Don't do that. Shout to the Lord with joy. As it says in Philemon, one seven, and this is Paul speaking to Philemon here. It says, For we have great joy and encouragement on account of your love. He's speaking to Philemon. Let this be said to you. He says, We have great joy and encouragement on account of your love because the hearts of the saints are refreshed through you, brother. I hope this is said to you, brothers and sisters, that people are encouraged by your love. 
if they can see your joy and your love, people, I hope, will be encouraged. Not discouraged, but a lot of people are. Folks, how are people going to want to come to know the Lord God? How are people going to want to be encouraged by lack of joy? They're not. If they don't see the joy of God in you, they're not going to say, boy, I want to get some of that joy. No, they're going to say, why would I want to go to church? Why would I want Jesus? Uh-uh. Some people are like that, walking around in the Molly Groves all the time. I love Jesus, but I don't know. I mean, I don't get what... Come on now. Come on. you got to praise the Lord God and follow him. Okay, so we know. We know we have joy through the good times. We know that. So how can we find joy through the hard times, through the difficulties? Man, that's hard. It is. Well, take it from a man who's been beaten and hurt, and I'm talking in all sorts of ways, and, and cut open and all sorts of other things. And that here's, here's what you do, and you don't know how you're going to make it another day. How do you find joy? Well, folks, I'm telling you that I do have the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Not because of the things that I have. Not because of the things that I have around me. Not because of always who's with me. But because of he who's always with me. And I'm talking physically who's always with me. But he who is spiritually always with me. I've got that joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Because even, even if you're in a job you don't like. Even if you don't always have the car that you want. Even if you don't know how you're going to make it another day, how you're going to eat today or whatever else, you know that God is going to provide a way. The Bible says it's going to happen. It's going to happen. You can find joy even through the tough times. This doesn't mean it's a sin to be sad, by the way. It doesn't mean it's a sin to have emotions. There are some Christians who can be foolish and say that it's wrong to have emotions. No, it's not. It doesn't say that at all. It doesn't say that it's a sin to go through difficulties. But listen to what it says in James, Jesus' brother, by the way. Listen to what it says in James 1, chapter 1, verse 2 through 5. My brothers, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it joy. So we fall into diverse temptations, verse 3 here. Knowing that the trying of your faith develops patience. But let patience perfect its work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally and without criticism, and it will be given to him. Well, how about if we're out of God's will? Will God give to us? Well, we can get back in God's will. If we're out of God's will, and bad things are happening to us, it's happening because we're out of God's will. Not because we're in God's will. Sometimes bad things happen when we're in God's will. But God is trying to help us to be strengthened. Sometimes we're out of God's will and God's trying to get us back on track. We know that. We know how that works. By the way, if you're out of God's will, you know you are, Christian. You know you are. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to yourself and don't lie to God. We know we've done it. I've done it. When I'm not in God's will, doing things I shouldn't do, and say, oh, I didn't even do anything wrong. Yes, you did, fellow. You know you did. And you know that. The Holy Spirit tells you. The Holy Spirit corrects you even in the midst of the lie. You've done it. I don't know. But if you've done it, you know you have, right? You don't have to admit to that, by the way. Just admit it to you in your head, in your heart. But you're like, ooh, ooh. And then when you get corrected, the joy starts coming back because it's like a little child. And I'm talking about myself here. 
like a little child when you did wrong or you lied to your mama. Or I'm not admitting anything to my mom. But I'm telling you that when I was a little kid and I lied to my mama and my daddy, and then I got in trouble and got caught, I had to tell them. I had to. Because I couldn't live with myself. The Holy Spirit wouldn't let me. And I got corrected. Oh, and they corrected me well. Oh, so well I couldn't sit for a time. But you know what? I appreciate it. Because once I got corrected, it felt so good. It felt good. Because I could finally live with myself. And there was a sense of joy. And I appreciated it. I felt comfort again. That's what God wants from us. He wants us to feel that comfort because he's a son. Daughter, I love you. I don't want you to be out there. I don't want you to be prodigal. I want you back in my arms. Come home. Come home. That's what he wants for you today. If you right now are running, come home. God's arms are open wide to you. Feel the joy again. Feel the joy. Feel the joy. Don't be backwards. Don't be yoke. Feel joy. Feel it. Feel the joy. Come on now. God wants you home. God wants you home. For his anger endures but a moment. This is Psalm 30, verse 5. His anger endures but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Oh, and it does. That joy comes back. And this is what Jesus said. Jesus was about to leave, and he said this to his disciples. He said, therefore now, therefore you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and no one will take your joy from you. Listen, Christians. When you're following Jesus, no, you have Jesus. No one can take your joy from you. No one can take your joy from you. I know that you may have taken joy from yourself in the sense that, in the sense that you're not living right. But that joy is still within you. Find it again. Find that joy again. It's still in there. Take it out. Wear it proudly. Have you ever gained weight? And by the way, don't answer. Have you ever gained weight? And you see an old shirt you like or whatever, and you have to throw it away because you're not embarrassed. So you suddenly find that old shirt again. And you're like, oh, I miss wearing that. And you try to put it on, it doesn't quite fit. Well, here's the beautiful thing. In this case, that shirt of joy still fits. Put it back on. And when you start wearing the joy of Jesus again, it's going to fit perfectly well. Praise the Lord God. And you don't even have to get on an exercise machine. You don't even have to worry about what you eat. Just keep eating the joy of Jesus over and over and over again. It's going to just shine. Praise the Lord God. It's going to shine. And the beautiful thing about it is that people are going to see the joy shining all over you. Oh, they're going to, it's going to shine more than this beautiful Christmas tree. Oh, y'all did a great job. But let me tell you something. Your joy of Jesus Christ it's going to shine more than that all over you. And people are going to want what you have. They say, where did they get that glorious outfit? And they say, Walmart. No, 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 no. Where did they get that glorious outfit? From the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ coming through them is what they're going to say. It's what they're going to say. They say, oh, I want some of that. You can have it. Is it free? Yes. How is it free? By wearing the word, living the word, putting it in, and letting it come out. That's what you do. It's that joy. The joy to the world. True, everlasting joy. Let the world see the joy of Christ. Let 
the world see the joy of Christ in you. First Peter 1, 8-9. Peter is speaking about Jesus. He says, and I love this, he says, Though you have not seen him, you love him. Though you do not see him, you believe in him. And rejoice with joy that is inexpressible and filled with glory. He says, obtaining the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You should have that joy. I know sometimes we get distracted by all the sparkly decorations of Christmas around us. And I'm talking about the dressings that the world has of Christmas and all the other things. We see all the little sparklies around us. But folks, don't forget the true meaning of Christmas is the joy of Jesus. And we can keep our eyes on the true meaning of Christmas. Jesus, the true joy of the world, should be Jesus. And every time people say, what joy do you have? Jesus, the joy lives in me and comes shining out of me. Right now we have this beautiful tree. I'm so appreciative of all the people who came and decorated it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. The thing that comes shining out of us should not be what's plugged in as far as into the wall. It should be the fact that we're plugged into Jesus. And the joy of Jesus should be the electricity that's going out and reaching other people. Let people see that joy. Don't let the people of this world make it to where you don't shine. Let the shining of the joy of Jesus reach them all. Some people act like they're embarrassed of Jesus Christ. Well, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be. I say to the world right now, I'm not embarrassed of Jesus Christ. I'm embarrassed of those who are embarrassed of Jesus Christ. Don't be embarrassed anymore. Joy to the world. The Lord has come and he lives in me and I hope he lives in you. That's what I pray and hope for because I'm happy because Jesus is in me now and I hope he's in you right now. And if he's not, that can change right now. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ lives and he has saved me. And because of him, I will live forever in eternity. And I don't have to worry anymore about my sins. Romans 15, 13 says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing. So that you may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. You have that joy. Let it live out. You know, I was reading from Isaiah a while ago. It says in Isaiah 12, 6, Cry out and shout for joy, O inhabitant of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel in your midst. This was a prophecy. This one is he who lives in you. Shout out for joy. Let the people see it. Cry out and shout for the joy of Christmas. First Jesus. Tell everyone, tell everyone you see that you've got the joy. Let them see that I've got the joy. They're going to want it too. Let them see that you have it. Let them know joy to the world. The Lord has come and he's living in me. Let them see that. The Lord Jesus has come. Let him in. Have the joy in you, which is Jesus. I'm not ashamed, but they might boo me. Let them boo me. They might put thumbs down on whatever platform let them put their thumbs down because my thumbs are up for jesus christ 
Let them say, what a dork. I'm already a dork, but I'd rather be a dork for Jesus Christ than cool for the world. Because, folks, I'm going to tell you something. You can't get cooler than Christ, who's keeping me cool for eternity and not hot. Let me tell you that. I happen to know, <laughs> I happen to know that I've got the joy, and nothing, nothing, nothing's going to take that joy from me. I'm going to be as happy as you can get. Folks, I'm so happy and so filled with joy right now, I could just do a dance. I'm not going to because I want to protect your eyes, but I'll tell you this. i tell you this. You can't get more joyful than I am right now, and nothing's going to take it away. I mean, no person in this world could take away my joy. But what if they steal you all your stuff? Oh, you poor souls. You poor souls who think you're going to take away my thing. You see, no matter what I have in this world, nothing can take away my joy. My joy is not made out of plastic. My joy is not made out of DVDs. My joy is not made out of paper. My joy is not made out of money. My joy is made out of the blood of Jesus Christ, who has saved me from eternal damnation. I have a joy that cannot be taken. If they were to come in right now, take my life, you still can't take away my joy. My joy is everlasting. And anytime someone tries to take it away, it's going to make me even happier because it's going to make me shine all the more, greater than any tree, greater than any plaza lights. I guarantee that I've got that joy. And so do you. Anytime that you start having people humbug you, you just remember. You just remember that joy is deep in you. And we'll close with Philippians 4, 4 through 5. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let everyone come to know your gentleness. The Lord is at hand. Joy in your hearts. Joy in your life. Let the joy shine for him. Let no one take it from you. No matter what season it is, that joy lives deep in you. And let everyone see. Let us now bow. Lord God, I thank you for the joy you've given me. The joy that I personally don't deserve, never have and I never will. But Lord, I praise you for it. And I pray for every single person here and for every single person watching at home. I pray for their joy. I pray, Lord, when Satan tries to attack, he will. And the people of this world will try to attack, they will. I pray when our emotions try to attack, and they will. I pray, Lord, that the Holy Spirit takes over and brings the joy right back. And that nothing can knock it away. I pray, Lord, that joy, that deep, penetrating, overwhelming joy will last and shine forever without doing anything else. Lord God, I pray right now for the lost. I pray they will see it. I pray, Lord, they will seek it. And I pray, Lord, that they will receive it. Lord, I pray specifically right now for those who are ill. I pray specifically, Lord, for all of those who are suffering from whatever illness they might be. And I pray, Lord, also for my, my Uncle Jerry right now. I pray, Lord, you protect him and keep him safe. And I pray, Lord, for my Aunt Sharon and for many, many others right now who need to be protected. And I pray, Lord God, that you will just help them with your arms around them all. And I pray, Lord, if there be anyone right now watching who needs to feel the joy that you've given them, that this day, this very day, to see it, that you give it to them special. 
the Holy Spirit. Jesus, Holy 